0: This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com.
1: 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. The cloud is alive. You play you win, to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, Wyatt gets the ball. Won't be lost. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. He... Speak to. They are who we thought they were.
2: and we let them up the hook. I get out of hand, just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. The
1: Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt.
2: Well, i am going to go
1: to college? I'll just play football.
0: Yeah, let's play a little football, talk a little football, debate a little football, look ahead, look forward to a little football. Instead of worrying about things and freaking out about the coronavirus. Who wasn't wearing a mask? Who are not wearing
2: gloves? Some lady was standing five and a half feet away from me. Do, Do I listen to the experts on TV or the experts on Facebook? What happened to Dr. Fauci? How come he's not in the news conference anymore? What if the virus is out here? What do I do with the gloves and the mask? How do I get rid of them? I don't want to put them on the street. That's not nice. Oh, my God. I touched the steering wheel. What if the virus is on the steering wheel now?
0: <laughs> so let's don't freak out anymore about it. I mean, it's happening. We're going to have tests. What is it like? Clemson has had 20-something People test positive for the coronavirus. Hey, Beaver, I wanted, I'm i glad this came up because I meant to say this at the beginning of the show and I smooth forgot it. But I heard you and Chris talking um, towards the end of the gridiron today. And I was so proud of both of y'all. Because n- not that I'm someone who's like on this hard push to get everybody around me to agree that the coronavirus isn't dangerous. That's not at all how I feel about it. But y'all simply were talking through this and came to a point where you said, you know, look, we're just going to have to get used to the idea that people are going to catch this thing. They're going to, you know, if it takes a positive test here or one there to just lock everything down all the time, then everything's just going to be locked down all the time because it's not going away. And, I believe that to be true. It ain't going away. We just got to get used to the idea. It's like we have listeners texting us saying, yeah, I tested positive for coronavirus. It's just, hey, I'm not saying be happy about it or we should welcome it. But the fact is we should own it. It's here to stay. We're going to have positive tests. We're going to have lots and lots of cases of it. What we have to pay attention to. And I, I don't know the numbers. I haven't studied it. But I think the thing to pay attention to is... How deadly is this? I know we don't have a vaccine. And I know it's being worked on. But how deadly is it? And it is deadly. It just seems to be less deadly than we feared. At least initially, anyway. Hey, speaking of college football... May I get a correction in here out of the way via a dedicated listener on my Twitter feed who has put me in my place where I deserve to be put in my place. That's the original SEC, uh, I'm sorry, ESPN college football deal. What's another one we recognize? Uh, What about this one? Yeah. Okay, college football Fletcher told me on Twitter, he said, Matt, the Pac-10 added Utah and Colorado, which made them the Pac-12. You're thinking about the Big 12. They only have 10 teams. Well, you're exactly right, Fletcher. I deserve to be corrected. The Pac-12 does have 12. Six in the south, six in the north. I tried to memorize the – several years ago I had them memorized, and now I have smooth forgotten them. Here they are. The Pac-12 North, Oregon, Oregon State, Cal, the two Washington schools, Washington and Washington State, and Stanford. Okay. The Pac-12 South, Utah, USC, UCLA, Arizona, Colorado, and, uh, and Arizona State. Okay, so they got 12 teams. And you're right. It's the Big 12 that's got 12 in there, but they don't have a 10. And they have 10 because what? Nebraska left and Colorado left. Right? Those two left and left them with 10. Now what about the Big 10? How many teams are in the Big 10? Fourteen. Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have seventeen divisions in football. The Big Ten East, the Big Ten has fourteen teams. They got too many for their name. The Big Twelve didn't have enough. Pack Twelve has the right amount. So I was dead wrong. However, I think we can all see how we can get confused around here. The Big Ten. East, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Indiana, Michigan State, Maryland, and Rutgers. That's the big ones. And then the Big Ten. West, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska, Northwestern. How can anybody ever remember that? If you're not playing in that every year, how do you remember all those? I can't. And then uh, we just had the countdown of 100 teams uh, a minute ago. We had team number 70. We've got teams number 69 and number 68 coming up. But team number 70 was Oregon State from the Pac-12. And Caleb said uh, on Periscope, fun fact, Oregon's state flag has a different front and back. The back is a beaver. Really? How about that? So I didn't know you could do that. Hmm, Caleb, we may be on to something. Put something on the front, put something else on the back. (laughs) I mean, you know, let's just confuse the you-know-what out of everybody come November. (laughs) Can you imagine? I can't. Who was it that had a funny... Oh, yeah, too, talking about watching the proceedings in the House and the Senate yesterday online. Laura, who is watching the live stream, or was on on the Periscope live stream, said... I'm going to yell, talking about when family gets together, I'm going to yell, roll call, when my family or friends don't agree with me. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Remember that moment the lady got up there to put forth the amendment and she's trying to trick everybody. And towards the end, right before they voted, and something was going on, and it's like a, it's so dang confusing above my head. I don't understand any of it, but I found it entertaining. And you're right, the one woman goes, roll call. Hey, roll call. <laughs> (laughs) And apparently that was like her way of saying, doggone do it this way if you're going to be a bunch of idiots. That was her way of saying, I want this. And she's trying to force them into something. Roll call is a big deal in the Senate. (laughs) I think the reason is it makes you, none of this electronic voting makes you stand up there and say yes or no or aye or nay. Why do we do that? here's my question for you. Have you ever voted for anything where you had to say aye or nay? Why do we do that? Is that easier to hear? You got a lot of echo going on in there in the state capitol. So, I mean, is it easier to hear aye than it is Yes! <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just having fun with it. <laughs> Appreciate your comments. Country, please, and text line 885-ESPN or eight eight five three seven seven six. Country, please, and sausage, the best. It is strictly made of hand-picked hams, bacons, and pork loins. Go out here and get you some premium ham and bacon and pork loin and mix it together. You cannot go wrong. Cook something in it. Whew. It's a, it's good, man. It's good. All right. Uh, Mississippi Tiger on the Country Pleasing Text Line it said, it would have never been more than a conversation until the SEC and NCAA put the bullseye on the wallets from hosting events in the state. Talking about the baseball stuff. Money makes people change even if they don't want to. And listen, we're not saying that that's a good way for us to be or a bad way for us to be. Mississippi Tiger, I agree with you. It's the way we are. It's the way we are. You start messing with people's pocketbook. The, the economics of an entire college town, of an entire state in some ways. And I'm telling you, I'm being serious about this. You mix in that there's going to be a revolt at the teams that come to play you. And we're staring that down. We're staring down that barrel, too. Yep. People get up and move quickly. Flag has been in place for over 100 years, either officially or unofficially. They changed the sucker in 48 hours. Well, maybe, give or take, you know I mean. But the NCAA had allowed it to be a certain way and then said, no, we're just not sending any teams there for the postseason. Wait, wait a minute. No hosting regionals in baseball? No hosting an NCAA tournament game or two in women's basketball? None of that? Nope, none of it. Oh, oh, and then... the best player in the state he's on a lot of people's list as the top as a top 10 player in the sec this year kylan hill says born and raised here from columbus came back for my senior year but you either change it or i'm not playing i got with it norman Coffee Norman says, Matt, we know both, he says, we now have, let me, I can't read it for some reason, Coffee Norman, what's wrong with me? He says, we, we now both have athletics directors who know how to act and coaches who are considered friendly and now a new flag on the way for our state. How cool would it be for each team to run out for the Egg Bowl with hopefully by then a new Mississippi flag? I will drink. And then he has coffee emoji to that. Yeah, right here. We'll just do a little coffee cheers. Dink. Yeah, maybe that'll happen. It will be cool. You're going to have some some imagery like that for sure. Yeah, you definitely are. And look, there's going to be a huge spotlight on Kylan Hill this year. There just is. And uh, I'm coming doggone, and hog Jowl and bulldog blitz and male person and Joey and everybody. I'm coming to your text. Just, just hold tight. But I want some people to hear this. Let's go football X's and O's. Let's go. Let me put on my trusty analyst hat here for a minute. Kylan Hill is a football player that could have gone to the NFL and maybe just wasn't going to be drafted as highly as he would, would like to have been. Maybe that was the feedback he got. Had he gone on and stayed out, he'd be on somebody's roster right now. Or you know what I mean. He, somebody would have taken him somewhere. But maybe he got feedback and feels like, again, he, he led the SEC in rushing. He's proven he could do that. Okay, he, w- Nobody would have any negative feedback about what Kylan can do with the ball in his hands. But in terms of NFL, what are things that they want him to show? What are things that Colin Hill could show with another year of film to NFL teams that would maybe improve his stock? He doesn't do anything poorly. When he was young, you know, he learned pass protection. He really worked on it and became, I think, very good at it at times. But number one, pass protection. Okay, which obviously you've just... You're going to play running back in the NFL. you got to be excellent in pass protection. Well, name a college offense that would give you more opportunities in pass protection. Okay, so that's one reason he came back. Another, um, well, we know what Collin can do when we hand him the football. What about when we have him running routes? What about catching the football out of the backfield? He's done it some. But in the NFL, they'd like to see it more. Name a college offense that would give you more opportunities to catch a football out of the backfield. You can't name one. And then number three, uh, what about durability? You, know, been, you play running back in the SEC, you're going to get banged up. But, you know, uh, banged up here, there, you know, left the field a couple times, uh, you know, a little nagging thing here and there. So durability across a 13-game season, hopefully. Well, if you're in an offense that isn't turning around and handing it to you as much, your chances of you know staying durable and staying healthy throughout that year kind of go up, I think, a little bit. So all three of those factors to play in this offense for Kylan Hill, who's already shown, he's already led the SEC in rushing in a zone read type offense. Or, you know, what about spread it out, throw it all over the field in four to five wides offense? What about that? He's going to have an opportunity to put that stuff on film for an entire year um, in the offense. And so I think that's a big reason that he came back. Outside of the state of Mississippi, people who didn't understand, and I was asked about it on a radio interview this morning. People were saying, oh, well, this whole, I'm not playing unless you change the flag, that was really just Colin Hill's way of trying to leave Mississippi State and go play for somebody else. Well, actually, it couldn't be further from the truth. This is an offense that's not going to use him up and spit him out the year before he goes into the NFL. This is an offense that's going to give him twice the opportunities to lay down on film stuff that the NFL wants to see from him. Catch the ball and and pass pro. All right, Dog Gone on the Country Pleasing text line says, you know, if those other SEC teams decided to boycott playing in Mississippi, it might not be so bad. They would have to forfeit and give State and Ole Miss a chance to go to a bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Nobody wants to win by forfeit. It sounds cool, but if you can't play the game, what's the point? Bulldog Blitz, country-pleasing text line. He said, what are the measurables on Theodore Knox?" Teddy Knox, receiver from the state of Texas, really fast guy. Uh, he's a four-star receiver committed to Mississippi State over the weekend. It said he had some really nice offers, including Alabama. Um, Knox is listed at five foot ten. You Bulldog Blitz, you said please say over five foot ten, but he's listed at five ten. Five ten and about 170 pounds. You know, if you can, if you can fly and you can catch, um you're gonna play slot. You're gonna play in a slot and it doesn't matter. You don't have to be six foot two to play slot receiver. It just doesn't matter. Plenty of examples of that also. Uh what are we looking at here? Okay, so I said I or nay. Joey is telling me on the country pleasing text line. When I was watching yesterday in the Senate, they go I nay when they vote. And he says the word is I. Not the letter I, means to express yes, as in A-Y-E, I. I understand that. Nay is the opposite. I get all that. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like saying yes or no. I is yes. Nay is no. I mean, I get all that. I know what it is. I'm just saying, why are we still doing that? Is it really necessary? That's one of those things where. In government, we're just doing it just because that's the way we've always done it. <laughs> I and nay, and it's pretty cool, right? It's different because in regular real life, we don't use those words. Darren sent me an image of a, uh, is that an old like country pleasing advertisement or something? It's like an old pickup truck, flatbed truck, nineteen what fifties style flatbed truck and says country pleasing underneath it. What is that? Where'd that come from? Bulldog Blitz says, well, that fast at that size, he'll do fantastic under Leach. Yeah, um, listen, you you don't get recruited to be a pass catcher in the SEC unless you can do two things. Catch and can absolutely fly. Now, I say recruited. You certainly don't get labeled a four-star receiver out of the state of Texas and get multiple Southeastern Conference offers unless you can fly. And that's all about, you know, just competing and, and kind of developing once you get there. But there's no question about it that he can fly. I did see the story too over the last what? 24 hours. That Cam Newton got a, got himself a deal with the Patriots. That's a, I like it. Now, there was a little stink being made about that on Twitter. About what? They're signing him to like a minimum deal, like just barely paying him. Well, that's not true. They are paying him peanuts compared to other quarterbacks in the in the NFL. And they're saying, "Oh well, what former MVP would get paid like that? That's ridiculous." And we're going to stick up for Cam Newton. Look, after all the injuries, all the antics, and the fact that Patriots apparently are the only team really interested in signing a the guy, then I, I don't know if I don't know what the argument is. He needs to be thankful they signed him. Don't worry about what they're paying you. That's just my opinion on that. Guys banged up and hurt and wouldn't jump on a fumble in the Super Bowl. What do you expect? All right, two more teams in the countdown of 100 teams coming up next. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio.
2: You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
0: on the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Hometown heroes available to you, local agents in all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi. Let me start you off with a phone call on the Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. That's Andrew hanging on. What's up, Andrew?
2: Hey, Matt. Hey. Uh, Hail State, class of 95. That a boy. Got an idea. Got an idea for the, uh, the state flag. Let's hear what it. What if we assemble a committee and then people from all over the state submit their ideas for the flag, and then we put them in a bracket, one through 64. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody gets to vote online, and uh, but every time you vote, you have to pay a dollar. And that goes to a fundraiser mm-hmm. or whatever benefit. Yeah. And you go down and down and down until there's just two left. And you see who wins.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, it, it, to me, it sounds innocent enough. Sounds like fun. And certainly you mix in a charity angle, Andrew. But like it's not a private business or something like that we're talking about. Obviously, it's a state. So you know it's different. I, I don't mind the idea. I just had a funny thought, though. I think it was it was like Sweden or Finland or someplace like that where they were going to do a new flag, and what they were going to have like three finalists, and one of the finalists was going to be allowed to be submitted by people and voted on by the people for the third finalist for a flag, and they voted for a flag... That was a possum that had laser beams shooting out of its eyes.
2: <laughs> well, yes, it would have to the, the, when you when the one through sixty four are seated, you would have to obviously pass the muster there. I mean, that has to be the committee first. The selection
0: committee, right? <laughs> right. I see what you mean. So, I, I, All right. so you are saying this committee that the the bill says that is going to be formed would be like the selection kit committee for the NCAA tournament? <laughs> I like exactly. it. I don't. Exactly.
2: They set up the, the bracket and then everybody votes on it
0: and see who wins. Yeah, well, and you know, it's just a fun idea. it is a fun idea, Andrew. And somebody brought up something similar to that at the end of last week. And it is a fun idea. But, you know, what I, the the reference that I made was this. And in this case, I like what the legislators are doing. And that is, they're saying, no, uh, you can vote on it, but you can, we're going to put forth the design, the design. And you're welcome to vote on that or not. If you don't vote on it, fine. Then next year, we'll give you another design. We'll just go without a flag. Because I, Here's what I likened it to last week. When I was a kid, I'd be sitting in the back seat with my sister. She's three years younger. My parents in the front seat. And they'd say, what you want for supper? I'd say, McDonald's. My sister would go, pizza. And then we'd start fighting about it. And after about 10 minutes of fighting about it, my dad would say, all right. We're not having McDonald's or pizza. We are going home, and we're going to fix something there, and we're just going to eat at home. And we'd go, oh, come on. he say, he goes, nope. I am the decision maker, and the decision is final. <laughs> That's what I like to do.
1: Yeah.
2: It reminds me of um, when I was a kid, my sister and I would be fighting over a cookie or something, and Dad would say, well, one of you gets to split it.
0: And the other gets to choose. Uh oh, huh. How about that? That's good. Appreciate yeah, the that call, makes Andrew. Me darn even. Yeah. All right, take it easy. All right, you no. too. Thanks for the call. The call. Let's do it. Two teams on the countdown of a hundred. One hundred
2: teams. One hundred days. The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties. A member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155.
0: Okay, so Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. Help you buy or sell a piece of property. Got the 360 interactive touring. 360 degrees. You can look at a property without ever setting foot on it. And if you're selling a property, Matt will get you comprehensive internet traffic reports for your listing. Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. Call him! 408-5155. 408-5155. Team number 69. The Owls. Hoo hoo Hoot-hoot! The Owls of Florida Atlantic. I don't know about this fight song. I just know it's kind of like something off a of bug's bunny.
1: And listen to this Hoot! <laughs> yeah! Now it's cool. Hoot, hoot.
0: Well, look, if you have an owl as a mascot, you've got to have some kind of cheer, something where you hoot. All right, so Florida Atlantic will open the season against the fighting P.J. Flex of Minnesota at Minnesota on Thursday, September the 3rd. That's what it's scheduled for. Oh, here we go. I love that. That's Florida Atlantic. Um, They obviously are in the Conference USA. Formerly the fighting Lane Kiffins, you know, he's now at Ole Miss. I don't even know who's coaching Florida Atlantic now. I need to look that up. Um, This year, Florida Atlantic will travel to Hattiesburg on Saturday, October the 10th. In the dead smack middle of the football season, Florida Atlantic goes to Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. Last season... In late November, in fact, it was the final game of the year, the final game of the regular season, Southern Miss went to Florida Atlantic and FAU whipped up on them 34-17, to 34-17. So Southern Miss going to look to exact a little revenge. After that game at the end of November, the weekend of Thanksgiving <clears throat> last year, the win over uh, Southern Miss, Lane Kiffin and the Owls then played UAB in the Conference USA Championship game. Beat the brakes off of them, 49-6. to Then they went to the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. I don't think Lane Kiffin coached them in that, did he? Or did he? Heck, man, I don't remember. I just know that Florida Atlantic beat SMU in the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl, 52-28. to Listen, y'all, last year under Lane Kiffin, Florida Atlantic lost the season opener at Ohio State 45-21. Lost week 2 at home to UCF 48-14. And then proceeded the rest of the season to go 11 and 1. Wins over Ball State, Wagner, Charlotte, Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion, Western Kentucky, Florida International, UTSA, Southern Miss, UAB and SMU. Their only loss was a close home loss in the middle of October to Marshall 36 to 31. New head coach, Willie Taggart in his first season at FAU. Willie Taggart. Where was Willie? Western Kentucky. Isn't that right? Shoot, man. I I don't know. All right. um, I was trying to look at the Lane Kiffin era. Anyway, so there's that. That's that's a little bit of Western Kentucky. Let's move on. Team number 68 on the countdown is San Diego State. All right, so that's uh, today's team. We are 68 days away from the start of the season. Well... Saturday, September 5th, 68 days away, and they will open the season against Sacramento. Here's what I want you to know about San Diego State new head coach, uh, Brady Hoke, Rocky Long retired. But the last two years, Zach Arnett was the head coach, I'm sorry, the defensive coordinator at San Diego State. He's now the defensive coordinator at Mississippi State. In Arnett's first season as the defensive coordinator of the Aztecs, They were 7th in the country against the run, 13th in the country in first downs allowed. They were 21st in total defense. They only gave up 334 yards a game. This is San Diego State under Zach Arnett. In his two years as the defensive coordinator at San Diego State, in his two years, his defense at San Diego State was number one in the country in rushing yards allowed per game. They were number one in the country in rushing yards allowed per carry. They were number one in the country in the fewest 30 point games allowed. They were number one in the country, just one of six teams that never allowed a 40 point game. They were number two in the country in the percentage of big plays allowed. They were fourth in the country in the percentage of drives that they kept their opponents from crossing the 50. It's really incredible. Yeah, did I say Western Kentucky? That's right. Fletcher, thank you. You're on top of it. I need all the help I can get. He tells me on Twitter, Willie Taggart just got himself fired from Florida State. Yeah! I need all the help I can get. I said Western Kentucky. Then he went to Florida State and That didn't work out too well. Got fired. He's now at Florida Atlantic as the head coach, and Florida State has the cat from Memphis, Norvell. Thank you, Fletcher, and appreciate you listening. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. mic on, Matthew. There you go. Isn't that weird? Beaver, you know, uh, I always talk about how you call me Matt Wyatt. You don't ever say Matt. You say, Matt Wyatt. It's weird how when I talk to myself, I call myself my whole name Matthew because in my head I'm hearing my mother say, Turn your mic on, Matthew. (laughs) Isn't that weird? What in the world? What kind of, what would a psychiatrist, psychologist say about that? Matt has a voice in his head. It's his mother's voice
3: <laughs> Well Matt Wyatt as a man who majored in psychology for a mm. semester and a half there's everybody. no one better to tell you than I
0: <laughs> oh you've got the you've got the education semester and a half worth all right <laughs>
3: <laughs> May you know my answer for everything when I analyze you if you remember the last time we did this
0: I do and it was hilarious I don't remember exact details though
3: yeah well now with this issue, the voice in your head you're you're clinging to the past mm-hmm. somewhere in your past. There was a traumatic situation and it stuck with you right. and that's the voice that's in your head. But as with the last time I believe we can all draw it back trace it back to now haven't been with you you know five days a week now for the past few months. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like a. Uh, I feel like basically you're on my couch every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. I can tell you, Matt Wyatt, that all these issues relate back to your time at Mississippi State and the person to blame is Jackie Cheryl.
0: <laughs> it's all his fault, isn't it? Yeah. All of my internal um, social and mental issues, doggone it, Coach Cheryl, dang it, it's your fault according to my personal are you a psychiatrist what's the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist
3: now <laughs> i didn't reach i think that comes after a semester and three quarters but i only went a semester and a half but ba- basically my my basic understanding is a psychiatrist can give you meds a psychologist cannot i can't give you any medication.
2: Okay, Matt.
0: all right. <clears throat> That's great. Everything is so much more simple after talking to you, Bieber. <laughs> nothing, That's what I'm here for? Nothing is more cloudy afterwards. I'm picking up my sarcasm.
3: you laying it on pretty thick.
0: I'm laying it on pretty thick. Uh, we got a countdown of 100 teams coming up. Team number 70, just in just a second, uh, will be presented by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. But I want to read this and I want to tell you something, and then I'm doing it. The countdown, that is. Paul on Facebook said, People who study flag design say that flags should be simple and not contain written words. Our good old boy and girl legislators have dictated, In God we trust beyond the replacement. Now, he says, Don't get me wrong. I'm not against those words, however, they are in the seal of Mississippi and seals should not be included, he says, per the vexologists, in other words, the flax, the, the flag experts. I didn't know those even existed. He said, but the committee who picks the design was tasked with that good old boy imperative put in God, we trust on it, Uh surprise they didn't add all others pay cash. <laughs> Well, listen, um, I think it's pretty obvious from a couple of different angles. One angle, and this is true. Paul, don't roll your eyes at this. There are a lot of people and a lot of us Who sometimes significant things come along and happen in our lives and it helps us to understand that there um, is a, and as a Christian, pardon me for using this term, but I'm trying to resonate with everybody, that there is a higher power involved in things more important than a lot of the things we involve ourselves in every day. So I like you am not against those words in God we trust. And in fact, my personal preference, I like it. And I know they say that flag experts say don't put words on flags. Whether they did or didn't, that's not a deal breaker for me. But if you want to put it on there, I like it. Now, here's the other angle to understand I believe We're gonna change this flag and we need votes to make it happen. And to the same people that are clutching and squeezing the Confederate battle emblem for whatever the reason is, the de facto last gasps of the Confederacy, squeezing it to those It's a little harder to maybe, it's a little harder to stay on the shore on that issue if the boat says, In God we trust. Does that make any sense? You needed votes to get it done. And I'm I'm not naive enough to believe that demanding that in God we trust be on it might not aid the effort in getting some votes. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Let's see if you agree or disagree. Here is a non sequitur flip. Joey is on the Davini Equipment phone line, and Joey, I need you to go for about one minute. I got to have time to get my countdown in there, okay? So hit it, tee it up, hey, and hit it long and straight.
1: Hey, Matt, real quick, you know, first off, the beam is not I; it's me, since he's always correcting Jake. Um, in addition, the the psychiatrist is not just in prescribe medicine, but they are a if they're not good at being a psychiatrist, they can still go be a family practitioner. But if a psychologist is a quake, pardon the terrible expression, and he's going to have to, uh, look for a job in construction or something. <laughs> um, so that, that, that is the difference. One is a, is a actual doctor with a field of specialty. One's just a doctor of his science. Okay. Um, and, uh, so, and then God, we trust on the flag. I kind of selfishly love it, too, Matt, but I'm concerned that it could raise some more stink from some different people, and I'm not sure I want to go back down that road again. So that's just my thought.
0: Sure. Well, and I can understand that, and I think it's one of those cross that bridge when we get there things, Joey. You know what I mean? Honestly. I think that's what it is. Appreciate the call. Always good to hear from Joey, and I appreciate you hanging on as long as you did. It is... Time for the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Team number 70. It's the final countdown.
2: 100, 100 teams. 100 days. The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. 55
0: think we're going to play football at least i hope we are matt anderson properties with national land realty can help you buy or sell that piece of property with the land 360 uh, interactive touring 360 degrees you can view the property online without ever setting foot on them and if you're selling property get comprehensive internet traffic reports for your listing call matt anderson at 408-5155 408-5155 team number 70 from the Pacific 12. There ain't 12 teams in there. It's 10, but they're the Pac-12. Team number 70, the Beavers of Oregon State. I don't know what they're saying. Not a bad fight song. Oregon State from the Pac-12. Now, here's the thing. We are 68 days today away from Saturday, September the 5th, the first big, full, you know, opening Saturday of football. Listen to this. Listen to this. It's pretty cool. I just can't understand what the words are. Um, But they're not opening. uh, Oregon State doesn't open the uh, season, or at least scheduled to. They're not scheduled to open the season on Saturday, September 5th. They are scheduled to be a Thursday night, September 3rd opener. That's going to be at Oklahoma State on Thursday night, September the 3rd. How about all the orange on that field in uh, Stillwater? Oklahoma State and their uniform combos, a lot of orange and black. Oregon State and their combos, a lot of orange and black. Those two teams played each other in the non-conference to start the year last year in Oregon, and, and Oklahoma State beat them 52-36. to 36. They only won five games last year and missed out on a bowl. Lost some close games. The Beavers of Oregon State, team number 70 on the countdown. Stick around.